0: Hi and
1: welcome to the Mouse & More Podcast. I'm Chris and tonight I'm joined by Adam, Liza, and Miranda. Hi everyone. Hey. Hello. Hello
2: Hello. everybody.
1: How's it going?
0: President's Day. Day off. Happy President's Day. We didn't get the day off. Last year for President's Day I was definitely in Disney. (laughs) I'm going to
1: say that if you're selling travel, working in travel, you're never getting a day off ever again. So just... You know, take it for what it is. Yep. It's Truth. been very busy. So. Yeah. But we're here to talk about news and we love Disney news. It's always interesting. Um, I'm going to start it with something interesting that um, popped up kind of just like people kind of conjecturing about this, which is Encanto um, and an attraction. Perhaps Adam has that information.
2: Encanto is a huge success that came out in November and it's uh, had a lot of legs on Disney+. Plus. Uh, it probably would have been big in the box office if it, if uh, we didn't have our situation we're in now. But regardless, Lynn manuel Miranda worked on the score and writing some music. And there was an interview where somebody asked him from The rap. The rap is, I, I guess, a, I, yeah, it's a website. And um, I guess it's like an entertainment website. The rap I guess, like when you wrap up a production, I think that's what they're going for with the name there. Yeah, let's go with that, Adam. Yeah. Great uh, anyway, so he said that um, he talked with Bob Chapek about uh, the movie being featured in a Disney theme park attraction. He said, I talked to him and said, I know there's a world in which the Casita which is the name of the house, lives in a theme park, and we can get to actually walk through it in real life. That would be amazing. i
3: here for it, yeah. Walk or ride?
2: Yeah, there
1: could be some issues. Because, like, can you see people walking and all of a sudden those tiles start moving mm. and they knock their head on the floor? That wouldn't be good. Think about the it, Lin hazard. Lin-Manuel.
3: Lynn, Lynn, Manuel, Miranda, if you're listening, what happens whenever I've already walked for like five hours straight? Maybe I don't want to walk through the house. Maybe I'd like to sit down for like five minutes.
1: Well, you mm-hmm. definitely don't want to walk through that house anyway, because, you know, you'd be go sliding all over the place. So um, I, I think that would be fantastic. I, it's so colorful and beautiful. And, and we actually saw the movie um, on Disney Cruise Line at Thanksgiving. No, it was a Christmas. And um, it was amazing, but it was really great. The second time I saw it, which was just the other night, the kids wanted to watch it. And so we sat down and watched the movie together, which is it's always nice when your kids are getting older and they're like, let's watch a movie together. But that's beside the point. I watched it with my kids, too. Yeah, it's so good because it's like the first time I saw it, you miss a lot of details. There's a lot going on. I enjoyed it a lot. So. I saw some talk on, you know, one of the websites. People were saying Epcot, and they were saying, no, you could do it at Animal Kingdom. I don't know, wherever they put it, I think it would be really fun. So,
3: I mean, Epcot would be kind of cool, but I mean, they already have a Mexico pavilion. But, uh, well, I don't it's, it's Colombia,
1: right?
2: It, yes, it's Colombia. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh well, we Columbia. don't have a Colombia pavilion. Yeah, we could start that. What are those, the arepas that she serves? Yeah, we'd
3: have to have that. I'll, I mean, that would be really cool. Anyway. All right. Well, that's awesome. I hope that happens.
1: Miranda has something a little uh, totally different and she's going to tell us about that.
0: Yes. um, Not normally my thing. I've been married several years now, but Disney weddings came out with their wedding dresses. They're super cute. I like them. Um, obviously Ariel's is going to be a mermaid style dress. You can see where all of these are getting their influences from. What I really liked was when they previewed them at um, Magic Kingdom. They had a really inclusive lineup of models. There was several different ethnicities shown different sizes of models. I don't think we've really seen that in like this scale before with Disney. And so I thought it was really positive and beautiful. I loved it. Did any of you guys see any of those pictures or the videos?
1: I did see it. And I agree because when you see other like when you see like women modeling uh, bridal, you know, dresses or whatnot, you you never see anyone that's like over a size like four. So I thought it was great because, you know, a lot of women aren't a size four. In fact, I think most people aren't. And so it's, it's nice to maybe get an idea of, Oh, that's how that dress would look on me or, you know, if I'm tall or short or whatever. So yeah. Um, I thought the dresses themselves were not like we were talking before, like it was hard to figure out where they fit into whatever theme it was, but
3: yeah, I could, I couldn't figure out the theming on these dresses like who was what, because they all look pretty generic to me. I mean, they were like really intricate wedding. I mean, they were probably really expensive beautiful wedding dresses but they weren't like something that I felt I like I haven't seen before you know they all look like standard wedding dress I did appreciate the different shapes and sizes of the models like I thought that was great and I I I appreciate that that's actually happening a lot more in the fashion world now so I think that's really really cool yeah
0: I think that's good If you look at the Disney Weddings website where they have all of these and you can look at them closer, the shapes of the dresses are supposed to be reminiscent of the time period of each princess. So like if you look at like Tiana's, it's a very 1930s cut of dress and the patterns of the beading or The embroidery that's on it is very Art Deco. So it's very subtle, which I kind of like that because then, you know, like I have my mother's wedding dress. I have my grandmother's wedding dress. My daughter will have all three of ours. And it's, this is a dress that you can be like, yes, it was the Tiana dress, but it would be totally wearable in another generation. So it's kind of smart on their part is that it's not like, over-the-top Disney 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 but there are those reminiscent details in there everybody
3: can find a dress that they would look good in in this thing because what I'm yes seeing it, lots
0: like of a- different necklines lots of different yeah. sleeve types and bust lines and waist heights I liked that too you get a big variety of shapes
3: yeah there's something that anybody can pick so that's really nice
1: I still think that people shouldn't have a wedding until they've been married for 10 years because <laughs> oh. then you actually deserve a party, you know, before you, you're not really good. You know, the traditional couple hasn't really been through that much. I think, I think they don't
0: really deserve that big party.
1: They should wait.
0: There'll be a lot less weddings. I was told quite clearly that my wedding was not about me. It was about the rest of the family. So I never Mm -hmm. had any misconceptions about what was going down there. And in my
1: 20s, every wedding I was invited to got divorced within five years. I'm not exaggerating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every single one of them. I would like my toaster back. (laughs)
3: You're not getting the torture back, and that's why it's good to have the wedding first, because you do get household items and other things that you can use towards your second marriage.
1: That's true. That's true. Yes. I think I could save people a lot of trouble is all I'm saying.
3: It's true. Now, if, if everybody did listen to your advice, Chris, they would probably be better off for it in the long run. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if there is Photoshop now, we can make you look like you did ten years ago. <laughs> That's true, actually. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It's it's a big money maker, and the wedding industry is like I don't even know how much money they make annually, but it's a lot. So um, sure. Disney, Disney's very smart. They're very smart to uh, capitalize on this, and I'm sure they're doing pretty good. Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, they have beautiful weddings. I mean, that's the thing
1: is, you know, I mean, it's sort of like a natural thing for them. If they have these wonderful weddings, they're going to want to get involved in other aspects of the business. So it does make sense. And They're beautiful dresses.
3: The most beautiful wedding I've ever seen was at Animal Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. I wouldn't object if one of my kids wanted to have a Disney wedding. Oh, yeah. I've actually, how many? I've been to three so far. You've been to a couple. They're beautiful. I've been to two. Stunning, Adam, have you ever been to any Disney weddings?
2: Uh, no, I have not. What
0: about you, Adam. Nope, I haven't. I, I've the, seen some brides when I've been there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I saw a really nice one on a uh, Disney cruise line as well. And I yeah. thought, you know. They have a nice really little stuff. wedding
0: package.
1: They really do. In yeah. fact, I, in hindsight, like Kevin and I were broke. And so I was in grad school. I think I was in grad school, law school, something like that. And um, and he had just started his first real job and we had no money and so we just went to the courthouse and but in hindsight I think I wish I wish we had done something like this because those entry level weddings are actually pretty affordable and they are gorgeous.
3: Wait, so. but time out Chris. Mm-hmm. Time out Chris. You and Kevin have been married over ten years. Uh, I I think of vow
1: renewal vow
3: is renewal. Actually a
1: kiss of death.
3: So not a vow <laughs> renewal. You don't have to a renew. Vow your Stop it. Did I say
1: vowel? No, but that's what I say say
3: because it sounds like that. And so I always say a vowel Anyway, and then I think of Pat Sajak. But anyway, so I think it's a kiss of death. I, yeah, but it doesn't have to be a vow renewal. It can be like, I don't know, just like pretend like you're a getting redo. married. Do a redo.
0: No, I,
3: I
1: don't even, like half the time I don't even want to see him. No, wait, yeah, that's <laughs>
0: Just do a second honeymoon then. Nobody liked the actual wedding part anyway. It's the honeymoon we're here for, so just do a second honeymoon. I'm going to What's Europe that? this summer. Can you that are count? Aren't your kids yes. going with you though? Yeah, but I don't I like taking but They're that. older. I yeah, mean, but I don't think you can take your kids on a second honeymoon.
1: Oh, you totally could do that. I've had clients do that. Are you kidding?
0: Oh, I definitely will. I
1: have had clients take their kids on their their second honeymoon for sure. Mm. Like, I had a, a group go to Beaches, Turs and Caicos. Mm,
0: no, the whole okay. family. They don't need Wait. to see mama wearing the stuff I would be wearing. Oh, Lord. Or drinking what I would be. Mm, no.
3: Okay, but Chris, if the
0: yeah. vowel renewal is the
3: kiss of death, then your theory is not going to work. No, because a vow renewal is different than waiting 10 years to finally have a wedding.
1: Just saying, a vow renewal is often, it's, it's, I don't know, it's
3: just. But if you didn't have a wedding, it would be the same for you.
1: Well, that's true, but still, I'm not going to do it. No, seriously, I
3: (laughs) just can't even imagine. Because I want to get invited, okay? That's what I'm saying.
1: I just want the cake. I'll get us a cake, and we can just sit on a beach okay, somewhere and eat fine. it. fine.
3: But what, can we draw a check? We'll
1: get, we'll get two up. forks. We'll get three. We'll invite Miranda. Four, we'll <laughs> invite Adam. will be great. Right, I, was, I love cake
0: on the beach. Cake on the beach you know is what, the best. Though? It's you can't relax
1: with Adam. <laughs> He'd whip out a spreadsheet and be like, oh, by the way, we need to be writing Small World right now because, yes. you know. He'd
3: be like, uh, let me like, just pull up the attractions that premiered this day in
1: 1983. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're going <laughs> to be celebrating something really special. Everybody get in a circle. <laughs> yeah it's just ridiculous anyway okay we're digressing and we're talking about wedding cake now with the, the dresses I'm mm. going to move on and I'm I'm actually going to go to me because I I absolutely love the citrus swirl like a lot like that's my go-to snack in the magic mm-hmm. kingdom
3: and I know Liza is like oh the ice cream or the, the orange juice is sour it's, it's not it's not the sour I think it's bitter it's tart well, okay it's no, I don't tart. see a tart. I don't feel tart. I feel, like, well, bitter. apparently
1: most people agreed with you because they they got rid of it. And it's yeah. trying to be replaced with, like, some seasonal kind of, you know, different things so that they're more Instagrammable probably. So, yeah. Oh, peace, like the hey swirl. hey. Win. Yeah, like uh, all those little cute things they do that really don't taste as yeah, good. Yeah, but the problem
0: is that, that with the easy. swirls, they don't hold up as well for Instagram. Like when that hey hey one came out, there was like one that came out good. And then like everybody else's, they got one, they were kind of disheveled. Oh, People, I think. They don't hold up as yeah. well as a cupcake, you know? Yeah.
1: Have you ever seen, like, who was it? One of, was it? We were talking about last week though. It was in the, wild. the wild. Influence yeah, I think we had to throw that show out. Um but anyway, we apologize no. we actually put it out. No, we
3: <laughs> did put it out.
1: We did put it out. Oops, okay. But yeah, we were talking about like you ever see these people like contorting themselves with a cupcake and everything and
3: Yeah, they'll be <laughs> like on their heads with the cupcake on their foot. <laughs> 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 um, OK, you know what? Speaking of influencers
1: in the wild, this is probably going to be a great segue for Liza's story, which is on the Galactic Star Cruiser, because this is the week when all the media is in Orlando for the Star
3: Cruiser. Yes. So looking at the images that they have leaked for the Galactic Star Cruiser, I must say that I'm, I'm having like a reaction to it. Um, I don't want to go back to jail. And I feel like I'm going to be locked back up in the pen. And I really, you know, I got out on good behavior, believe it or not. Right. I was I was good. Well, and nobody really cares
1: about, you know, you were a flasher for a few days. <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. You know, they give you your trench coat back and said, don't do that again.
3: Yeah, that's true. I you know, and so I try... I try to keep it all in because <laughs> don't put me right back in the penitentiary if I do it again, because um, it's, that, yeah, for that, who it's don't, that scary.
1: For people who don't know, Liza's never been in the jail, and she's never that I yeah. you know I've been a flasher.
3: She's actually fairly yeah. modest. Thank God. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But I do watch a lot of jail shows, and I feel like this is giving me that vibe. And I, I just don't know how I would feel about this alien coming to the table and wanting me to I don't know if I personally, I know I wouldn't be immersed in it. I think I would just be like, this is so funny. I I just don't know if I could do it. But the the restaurant aside the restaurant aside and all of that, it's the rooms that you have to sleep in for me. I I don't like that look of like a cell. So, okay. So They've got all the
1: media here. I think they started today and mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the leaked, leaked pictures, but what you're saying is, is everything is pretty, I mean, it looks like it would be like, you know, like almost like a submarine or something. You know, it's very plain and kind of military looking.
3: It looks to me like, so the, the colors are like orange mm-hmm. reminiscent of the suit that I had to put on when I was booked. And, yes. um, and then you know the the colors are just really bland and beige. I mean it's and that's yeah. how the the land is anyway. And I know that it's kind of true to the the storyline and what it is, but it, it just seems so like claustrophobic in there. I mean I don't know. Maybe it's not. You know maybe maybe I'm totally wrong. And because there's all these fake windows, it wouldn't be a bad. You know I don't know. What do you think, Adam? Since you're like more of a Star Wars person than I.
2: Um. Well, the windows have to be to space. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I don't. Uh, if they got you doing stuff, I guess you're not even gonna realize that you can't see outside. And you're you do go
1: LARPing all day.
2: Yeah, and you do, go so much to the, you do go to the theme park. You know, during the day. So you, it's not like you don't ever go outside. You will go outside.
3: Adam. Yes. What do you think they would say if I wore a Star Trek suit?
2: <laughs> they would probably like make some kind of like, Oh, you're from another galaxy or you're from another universe or something. They would, they would oh, say. They'd totally they
1: would... play with it. Yeah. It wouldn't like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> they're going to handle it. It would it be
3: pretty fine. funny. It would be I'm, pretty yeah.
2: funny. I'm sure they have, I'm sure they have lines for them to say for those kinds of yeah. things.
3: I think we just have to
1: see how it's going to be because like, in my mind, it's everybody like acting like they're actually on a galactic star cruiser and it's all real. And and I don't know that I could do that for an hour less two days, you know, but I, I think we're gonna have to see how this works. I mean, we're all judging it and everything and and I'm sure the food is really high end. I mean, it's six thousand dollars for what people for, for two nights, you know?
3: Oh my gosh! Money. Yeah. yeah, I feel like everybody needs to be wearing a Kanye West outfit, like from one of his clothing lines, and some Yeezys. Cause it just reminds me of like that. Cause his clothes look like this. Uh, yeah, Kanye West clothes, they do kind of look
1: like that. Bless his heart. He's,
3: Bless his he's got heart. a lot of
1: stuff going on.
3: He does. Yes. And I was kind of surprised because I wasn't sure because you're paying so much money you know but I know that they also they can't make it look like the four seasons because it's not going to be immersive you know they've got to have it but everybody in these pictures is really wearing an outfit like there's no one you know wearing like vineyard vines or anything
1: (laughs) well (laughs) I don't know like I said it's going to be interesting to see how it goes you know Disney rarely makes mistakes and I will say that that presentation we had At earmark back in November made you think, oh, this sounds pretty cool. Maybe not for me, but, you know, for other people. So speaking of Disney knows what they're doing, Adam, you've got a story for us.
2: Yeah, so um, this was a surprise to everybody. (laughs) But this past week, Disney announced that they will be starting up a new um, town, for lack of a better term. Uh, It's called Story Living. And uh, they're going to start with a development in Riverside County, California, Rancho Mirage, which mm-hmm. is very close to uh, Palm Springs.
3: Oh, I thought it was close to Flavortown.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, they won't pick will...
3: on that guy anymore. <laughs> Apparently, he's a great
0: guy.
2: He's he, very good, very nice guy. Uh, near uh, Palm Springs, if you're not familiar. Palm Springs is 109 miles east of Anaheim, Disneyland. Uh, So it's about two hours or more, depending upon traffic, if you're driving. Um, They say this is their first. They have plans to make more. Um, We don't know where the other ones would be. We don't know when this one will break ground. We don't know what pricing will be. They said it will be a mixed uh, development of condominiums, single-family homes, and estates. Uh, I listened to a podcast where they interviewed the lead Imagineer. He says that there will be 1900 housing units and Disney It's worth understanding that Disney is not going to be building the homes. They will not own the land. They will just and they will not sell the homes. They will just be there for um, activity and design help. Uh, So they will be operating a clubhouse that you can buy into kind of like uh if you're familiar if you live in a if you live in like a development where they have a clubhouse with games and a pool and such you can sometimes option to buy in or out to of that um experience and they're saying that Disney will operate that and Disney will help design the homes as well as the common areas they're going to have shopping and Dining and entertainment areas, and then they said phase two will be a hotel, and there will be a twenty-five acre lagoon where you will be able to do water type activities, boating, swimming, etc. Um, no word on pricing, but if you're familiar with the Palm Springs I area, think you
1: could get me to live out in the middle of the desert. But I'm sure they're not also <laughs> marketing to me. So
2: yeah, if you're,
3: <laughs> what do you guys think? Yeah. A lot of money. I think this is great.
1: I think it sounds really fun, and um, I'm sure the houses will be beautiful.
2: the The only thing is, they do not own the land. So, yeah. The way that I understand that this works is, they're they basically license out their name and their um, uh, operations to this development company. The development company's been around for like 30 years, and they've done a whole bunch of developments in the south e- southwest. So they know how to build homes, mm-hmm. and Disney probably—I I don't know who asked who—but somebody asked Disney to, you know, partner up, to help design some homes, and operate the, you know, facilities at, after it's already done. After, um, you know, people have moved in. I right, so I was looking at some numbers. Celebration, Florida, which the, the is the other Disney town that has over three thousand units. Mm-hmm. And Golden Oak, which is the Disney luxury town that they built next to like Fort Wilderness area, there's between 300 and 450 units there. And the big difference with those is those are five, 10, 15 minutes away from the theme parks, whereas this is you know two hours away. So I yeah. I think it's low risk for Disney because they're not they're not buying they're not building anything. And they they don't own the land. So they're not going to like lose out on a real estate uh, transaction. So in that case it's low risk, but on the other side, I wonder who this is for because I can't figure it out.
1: <laughs> Celebration kind of makes sense, but I don't you're right.
2: Palm Springs is like 120 degrees in the summertime. Uh I was talking to some people that live out there and nobody really not a lot of people hang out there in the summertime it's more of a winter second home place for a lot of these people well there's there's, people
3: that live there though
2: they might well i'm not i'm not sure how many people live there year-round maybe they do
1: there are people who have a ton of money who might want like a little vacation home and you know maybe they want to get out of la because they can't have a you know, a yard in LA or something, or they don't have as much space there, so they're just having some, you know, time, a yeah. little, you know, in a less busy area when it's yeah. cooler. I don't know.
2: And that, and that all makes sense, but then I just wonder if is this place going to be like, is there going to be people there year round, hanging out, yeah. or is it going to be like a dead zone in the July know. summer? People
3: live July, in the Springs. I know you don't think that's true, but I'm telling you, people yeah, live do. there.
1: Yeah. Well, Disney had a house in Palm Springs that he went to, you know, to kind of unwind. So yeah. it's a pretty cool looking house, actually.
2: Yeah, I, I don't I because I, I, um, and because Disney's name is going to be on it, it's going to have a higher. Uh, these are brand new going to be brand new homes. It's going to have a higher price than any other place in that area. So um, I'm sure they've done the market research and know, have a feeling that they're going to be able to sell out on these things.
0: But yeah, I think there's sure.
2: a. But I think there's a real um, red flag, uh, red flag is not the right word, but there's a real understanding that Disney does not own the land. They're not building these homes. So it's they're only doing so much to get themselves involved in this. Um, Mm -hmm. And I guess if it it works out, then they're going to probably try to do the same thing on other places like they said they would. Yeah. So
1: very interesting. Um, Disney's doing a lot of stuff lately. A lot of people don't like it. You know, there's a lot of like nobody. Nobody likes to grumble more than a Disney fan, though. Like these people love Disney, but they will complain about everything. So I'm sure there's lots of grumbling about it, but I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, Speaking of grumbling, our last story is Miranda's. And I think it's probably one of the more like sort of um, important ones for people who are traveling. Um, What do you have there?
0: So. I always bring the food news. I'm here for the food. There have been some changes a lot of, you know, the restaurants are starting to reopen and we have heard about some supply chain issues, that sort of thing. Most of the updates that we are seeing right now are minimal, but yes, increases on some of our favorite foods around some of the parks. But what I found particularly interesting was that Disney seems to be making some swaps on their menus that I'm suspecting is probably due to the supply chain issues. For example, Cinderella's Royal Table, the pan seared scallops. That's the last thing I can remember getting there specifically. That's being swapped out for just quote unquote sustainable catch of the day. And I think that this is smart because one, I love any move that's more sustainable and greener, but two, it gives them a little bit more open ended. What can we provide today? Okay. We can't get, you know, fish X that we were supposed to have on the menu, but we can get this, you know, fish F over here and it'll be fine. Maybe this is what we're going to be moving to. And if that makes it work, for these supply chain issues, I'm fine with that.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I, I think that, you know, the the biggest thing I've heard complain about, and Liza and I ate there a couple weeks ago, was the prefix menu at California Grill. So, you're yeah. basically, it's $89, and you get an appetizer, and you choose from five instead of, you know, a much bigger menu. Um, you get an appetizer, you get a entree and you get dessert and if you want all those things it's really not that bad of a deal it's just if you're the person who doesn't want dessert and you know that's a lot of food so you might not really want it mm-hmm.
3: But um, you know what, what I like that they do, though, Chris, is that they do allow you, like, let's say there's two appetizers that you would want instead of one of the entrees. Like, they'll swap mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm, they'll give you an yeah. entree size. They'll give you an entree portion of an appetizer. Like, I got those wontons for an entree, but they weren't listed as an entree, mm-hmm, you know. So they, right. they're really flexible with that menu. And I have often said if that scallop wasn't alive like two minutes prior to being on my plate, then I'm not going to eat. I don't want to. <laughs>
1: yeah. I feel like, you know, I, I was perfectly happy with it. But I think there are a lot of people who, you know, who just don't eat as much. Or, But I, I do think that was nice that they let you, you know, have your sushi and then your you know, you had the wontons um, as an entree, which those are so good. Thank so God those are still on the menu, but you know what's not? Which everybody seems to, I've never ordered it myself, but it's the goat cheese ravioli. You get that big goat cheese ravioli. That's not on the menu now. And the, the some of the sushi items that were on before aren't on, but you know, mm-hmm. the restaurant's full, but um, I think you yeah, can't it always guarantee the variety that they normally have. And you see that in the grocery store, you know, walking along and you're like, "My kid went to Publix the other night and I said, get tortillas. There were no tortillas in Publix. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> yeah. You can't go to the grocery store with list in hand anymore. You have to work with yeah. what is there, like a TJ Maxx. Pretty soon the menu will be some form of poultry,
3: mm-hmm. maybe a beef product. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean the food. The food was still
1: good, but I think it is important for people to know that it's a different menu now, and and that's all over property, you know. Um,
0: but so it's funny know. that you're talking about Disney people liking like as much as we love the product, we like to whine about it. Here's something that I've noticed about the restaurants there and Disney fans. When a previously, you know, just regular menu turns into a prefix menu, which is cheaper and easier for restaurants to manage. So I get why they do it. People mm-hmm. lose their minds. They don't like it. But if a yeah. restaurant opens as prefix, nobody says boo about it.
1: Yeah, it said boo about it with, um, with California Grill, just because everybody knows that menu. Yes. People have been you know, it's that iconic is like mm-hmm. yeah that's an really iconic his, like, menu
3: iconic. you're right um, well, well, but yeah 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 because if it if it had something and then it turned into a prefix menu that's totally different well yeah people are gonna say something about it because you've been going to this yeah. restaurant you know what it is you know what you like it's like it is disappointing when Disney does stuff that people like and they take it away, like get like your citrus swirl. I didn't care for it, but tons of people liked it. You know, I, what I mean?
1: loved that. If I was going to get like some, you know, ice cream or something, I, that was what I got. You can keep yeah. your stinking Mickey bar. I want us. I don't school.
3: eat Mickey bars. I have no tolerance for lactose.
1: Oh, that's true.
3: But you know, but,
1: but, but, it, but here's the other thing. And, and I know I was talking to a friend who works at a resort and this was last month when Omicron was like all over the place. And she said, you know, a lot of people are out and we're, we're all working overtime. It's not that people aren't wanting to work, but if people are sick, they can't come in and nobody can mm-hmm. keep up with the testing at that time last month. So it makes sense that they would want to streamline whatever they're doing in these kitchens. Mm-hmm. you know, in order to, you know, keep things running. And I, I, I think you have to hand it to Disney and to Universal for doing the, and I'm not just saying I because I love both because I do, but you mm-hmm. know, that's, I, we also don't have a problem telling the truth and criticizing. I think they've done, you know, an exceptionally well job kind of keeping things running. And um, I will also say that honest to God in the last two years, Really, the only place we can consistently send anyone and we're not going to have problems, Disney Universal Sandals. That's it. Every mm-hmm. other thing is mm-hmm. you guys know this. And, and Adam, I'll tell you, like, it's been a pretty safe bet despite everything going on in the world. And, you know, so we, we don't really have any complaints. But, yeah, um, a lot of people want that ravioli back. So. If you're listening, Dizzy, bring
0: the ravioli back? (laughs) And they might, you know, maybe that these things are just how we get through this right now. And then when supply chain issues aren't a problem, we're going to have a revival of the classic menus. Well, and when you think about like Steakhouse 71 right downstairs,
1: you know, they've done pretty well with a pretty straightforward basic menu, kind of like Ale and Compass. So, I mean, if you want something that isn't prefixed, but is still quite excellent, go downstairs. That's amazing.
3: Liza, you weren't with
1: us when we ate there, were you? Where? Uh, Steakhouse 71. Nope, didn't go. Oh, it's so good. We didn't review it on a show, but honestly, it's really, really good. Um, yeah, I, I have nothing I'm, but good things to say about it.
3: I'm not cool enough to go in there. You know, only the cool kids get to go.
1: Yeah, I think I was with the cool kids that night. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't even, you know how cool it was? I don't even remember who was with me.
3: Um, and I think That's how cool you are. Oh. Whoever. I don't even remember Anyways, okay. We're going
1: to do a little fun around the room sort of thing. I'm going to ask each one of you, what is your one thing you have to eat every trip? And it, it can be anything, and it can be any park, but it can only be one thing, so don't cheat. Um, I'm going to go with Adam because I know Adam knows. Adam has a good one. <laughs>
2: uh, Dole Whip Float. Um, okay. I, uh, so we were talking about Citrus Swirls, and they're bringing in, like, new flavors probably, which I do like some of the new flavors, especially if they like, strawberry. They have the... At least they had the coconut soft serve. I'm not sure if it's still there. That was really good. But what happens is, is I, I I'll try a new one because I want to try it. But I still have to have the the regular pineapple Dole Whip float. So I end up getting two, you know, in a day because you have to have the other one. So it's a lot of it's a lot of ice cream. Although the Dole Whip isn't ice cream, it's non-dairy. So it's a lot of soft serve. <laughs> juice.
1: <laughs> I I think that you're doing so much walking, though. It doesn't matter. I mean, has anyone truly gained weight at Disney? No one. Yes. <laughs> Have <they?
2: laughs> Me. You know, what? you know
1: what, though? Like, if you are that person who doesn't, like, walk at all there and just eats, yeah, I could see that. But most people, I think it's safe. Um, Okay. Liza?
3: This is hard, because I want to sing to all the snacks that i have loved before mm-hmm. but you can only pick one yeah but now that's putting me in a bind because it, i it used to be i would like that rice pudding yeah but they've changed it
1: so yep 100 you're right it's,
3: yeah now it just makes me it sad was, every time
1: it wasn't awful it just doesn't taste the same <laughs>
3: The avocado toast, we all know how bad that is. I mean, they took that off the menu. That just, and every time that was a thing, I had to do it. I had to do it. But now, I mean, I'm going to say the caramel corn because I always get a bag of that, and you know I do. Oh, that's
1: right. That's right. Do you know what? I almost bought you a bag the last time we were there, but then I saw yeah. the wine and I was like, she is not. I
3: am not that. worth that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I Because I remember, like, I went to the bathroom, and I forget where you were. You were probably taking pictures because. Um, oh, what it, pictures? Yes, you were taking our friend's kid's senior pictures. But um, I was like, oh, she loves that popcorn. And I was like, no, long line.
3: Sorry about that. The line goes fast. I'm going to tell you, even if it's eight people deep, nine people deep, and it's out the door, it goes fast. way
1: out the door, yeah.
3: That should tell you something. That tells you how good this stuff is.
1: Yeah,
3: well, yeah. Everything in that Um, case.
1: Okay, Miranda, how about you?
0: Almost every single time, I'm hard-pressed to think of a time that I have been to Epcot and not gotten the blood orange margarita at La Cava de Tequila. It's Uh like one of the main reasons I go to Epcot. I always start over in Mexico, and I go in and I get my margarita. I love it. I know everybody's about the avocado one and it's good. And I'm telling you, I've done a side by side comparison. The Blood Orange, it's very refreshing. It's very light. It lasts me about halfway through Epcot at a stroll.
1: Can I just say that I don't know what I'm missing with that avocado margarita, but I was just like, eh. it's OK.
0: It's eh. It's it's not bad. It's it's very bland. It is. I think I would like it's very mild. It's so good, and it doesn't taste like artificial flavoring, orange type. It's it's legit. It's good. Mm, Okay. It's just boozy enough, like you're walking enough, and you know probably sweating enough to where you're not gonna get trashed or anything. You'll be fine. Oh, well that's it gets me around until I get to the um, the Grand Marnier slushy, then I switch.
1: Yeah, people love that. I I've mm. had it a couple of times. It is delicious. So
0: it's good. I, I, the I blood orange is better. When my
1: children were very little and they were um, behaving very badly, I said I need these. <laughs> well, you know they were like two. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm not actually gonna go. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna have Adam go for me because Adam knows exactly what the answer is going to be.
2: Oh boy. Um, Don't get
1: it wrong. I'll break your arm
2: uh well you don't like you don't do the ice cream mm-hmm. you don't do the Dole whip stuff um you're talking about the pizza at via napoli
1: yes of course i have oh. to do the pepperoni pizza
2: yeah Always. sometimes extra pepperoni sometimes not
1: well you don't need it anymore because they finally got it straight that americans like a lot of
2: pepperoni so.
1: <laughs> yes don't don't be and you like on those toppings
2: and you liked a nice table there yes that was, when oh. i when i met you guys there and i said where are you on the phone and he says oh, we're at the big table and i was like what does that mean yeah and then i walk in i'm like oh there is a big table it's right there in the middle And there you guys <laughs> that was yeah, fun.
1: i love that place
2: yeah, it's that good place sure. is
1: awesome it really is and it's just like the thing i like about it and i always tell people you know like if you're if you have a lot of little kids like say you're a mom you got like three kids or something or more um take them there because everybody will find something to eat but they can also be loud there because that is the loudest restaurant at disney property um it is just ridiculous but if you don't like that you can ask to sit in that little back area where they expanded and they have booths back there which is kind of nice and comfy so I love that place. Trying to get a reservation for two weeks from now. Hopefully we'll get one um, because Kim from Canada is meeting us down there. Me and my friend Christina we're doing our yearly girl, girl trip um, for flower and garden, and Kim from Canada who listens to the show is, is meeting Kim? us a so week. Yes. Can Kim Kim I met we Kim? To- yeah, we ate a- we ate dinner at-, at Ohana with her and her boyfriend, and they were adorable.
3: They were the sweetest. Couples. Did I meet her?
0: Yeah,
1: I with us. met her. You were with us. Yeah.
3: I was with you. Okay. Cause I had yes. a flashback.
1: Yes. Yes, you were. Okay. So I'm, I'm meeting up with her and we're going to go. So it's funny. because like, I, I was already going to be down there with Christina cause Christina and I had moved our trip like 50 times. Um, and, um, so I was already going to be down there, but she messaged me. and She's like, Hey, are you going to be down there? You know, and I'm like, yeah. So, like, come on and join us. And she's like, because Rick Springfield is going to be singing at Epcot. And I'm like, OK, Christina is the funniest person. She's almost as funny as you, Liza. And I thought this is going to be bad because Christina's going to be cracking jokes the whole time. But we are going to see Rick Springfield and eat pizza.
3: Oh, I wish I could be there.
1: I know that you could have been there, except you were coming in
3: the, right before us. So you'll be down there. I'm with leaving. The girls. Yeah, I'm leaving, leaving right before you get there.
1: Yeah. So hang it. Okay. I know, because that would be amazing.
3: Just for the Rick Springfield part. That's all I would want to know. I know. I know.
1: We're going we're to try to be respectful. Nice. I'm not going to throw anything up at the stage.
2: Oh, <laughs> awesome.
1: no. Here's
3: my room key. Oh, wait, that's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's
1: how they did it in the old days. They would throw their keys at, like, Tom Jones or something. I don't I think, think they threw
3: their that. keys. I thought they, like, wrote stuff in their bra and threw it up there. Like, here's wait, my phone minute, ab- really? in my bra.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes more sense than, like, throwing a key and hitting it in the eye.
3: <laughs> here's my uh, car uh, key. Now I can't get home. can Yeah. Please. That would yeah. be, like, your hotel room key. Uh, uh, I
1: was. I don't know.
3: Like, I, I don't know. My, yeah, but then you can't get in the room.
1: That's valid, too. You're just going to be sitting down the hallway
3: waiting for... Waiting for Popalock. Oh. oh, Tom Jones isn't showing up. He's got too much sweat to wipe off his brow. <laughs> he doesn't have time. Oh, you're so greasy I know you're so sweaty and greasy (laughs) oh my goodness somebody needs to research
1: that anyone listening to the show put it in our private group let us know did people throw keys at like famous singers back in the day I feel like I read something maybe it was something else I have no idea
3: Adam yeah And, 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 and if you guys know tell us if Tom Jones was really that sweaty or if that was just like a stage thing
1: Maybe he oiled himself up.
3: I think he might have.
1: But Rick Springfield, to me, looked very sweaty when I saw pictures of
3: him. What? Yeah, he looked Oh, You're going to have to tell me. Are you guys sitting in the front?
1: I hope not. Maybe. Yes, maybe. We don't have one of those. Like, you can buy, like, a dining package so you can get prior seating, but we we couldn't get one of those because we decided too late, so... I'm going to close the show out. I want to thank everyone for listening, and I want to thank you guys for staying up late and talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. If you're looking to book a vacation, you can find us at MainStreetAndWearTravel.com, or you can just message us on Facebook, or you can call 678-492-5279, and we will be happy to help.
3: Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Good night.